Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Bugs Bunny Crazy Castle for the NES. The Bugs Bunny Crazy Castle was developed by Kimco and published by them for the Famicom Disk System in Japan in February of 1989 and in the U.S. for the Nintendo Entertainment System of September of 1989. Although, in Japan, this was not a Bugs Bunny game. That's right. In Japan, this was the tie-in for the hit film Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Which is very interesting in its own right. <laughs> Indeed, it is now... Kimco did not have the licensing rights to Roger Rabbit here in the United States. Our good friends over at LJN are the ones that had it. Oh, sure. With the classic NES game that we all know and love. I would love to cover someday in its bizarre bizarreness. For some reason, I thought that we did, but it was just that I'd rewatched the movie recently. <laughs> That's um, probably a better, <laughs> better deal for you. For sure. And there were lots of rights just laying around. Easy, easy pickings for companies. Mm-hmm. And Kimco thought, hey, we've already made it a rabbit. You know, a different rabbit would be a pretty easy sprite swap. Sure. And so they did pick up the license to Bugs Bunny, replacing all of the weasels as bad guys with various Looney Tunes characters. Right on. Now, this is not the only strange IP swap that the Crazy Castle series has seen. No, oh, this is an interesting kaleidoscope of uh, IP that they... <laughs> Yeah, because the Crazy Castle series, and it is a series in Japan, uh, went up to six games or five through the Game Boy Advance and then one on mobile phones. Yeah, cranking them out. And what we had as uh, Bugs Bunny's Crazy Castle for Game Boy mm -hmm. in Japan was Mickey Mouse's Crazy Castle. Oh, they all get into Crazy Castles. Indeed. Now, Crazy Castle 2 for Game Boy was Bugs Bunny's Crazy Castle here in North America. Mm-hmm. In Europe, it was Hugo, and in uh, PAL territories, it was Mickey Mouse. Wow. Or in some territories. it's a, a, I'm not sure where the Hugo game came into this, but I do know there was a third version of it. Right, right. Now, when it comes to the third Crazy Castle game, the Mickey Mouse Balloon Dreams, it did get released here for the NES Okay. as Kid Clown in Nightmare World. Nightmare World? Yeah, I've... Uh, but that's actually kind of different, though. Isn't that more of like a platformer, actually? Yes. They kept things a little uh, more centered on the game boy once yeah. which for the game boy they released the same type of game as garfield's labyrinth <laughs> in pal territories uh mickey mouse's magical labyrinth in japan mm. and the real ghostbusters here in north america <laughs> wow now the third specific crazy castle as bugs bunny name was bugs bunny's crazy castle three in both japan and the united states okay same with Bugs Bunny's Crazy Castle 4, and those were on Game Boy Color. Wow, okay. But when they made it to the Game Boy Advance, Crazy Castle number 5, they had lost the licensing rights to Bugs Bunny and went with Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> I saw that. I laughed. Like, And this was in 2002. I Yeah, like, you know. No one cared about Woody Woodpecker at this I mean, point. Although you can honestly say this about all of these old cartoons, but it's like they were old when we were young. And yeah, and I only cared about uh, Woody Woodpecker because of the Chili Willie the Penguin song. 
Oh, sure. The, the better half of that cartoon that ran in syndication where I lived. <laughs> I, it was just, it's just one of those, you know, it didn't have the legs that a Bugs Bunny or even a Mickey Mouse had, you know, so he was, you know, he's kind of old hat even in the 80s. So in 2000, wow, they will take anything, right? Anything. Anything. Now, uh, Kimco itself, I'm not sure if we've talked about them before. I do love the fact that their name is actually um, an abbreviation of uh, Kotobuki Engineering and Manufacturing Company. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was established back in 1984. Right on. Yeah, because they did do... We, we, I think we talked a bit when we did Deja Vu because they did the, all That's the right. adventure games. Yeah. And then they also actually are probably best known for around the world doing a series of... Wait, let me guess. Asterix Crazy Castle? No, no. It's uh, <laughs> Top Gear. They did a bunch of the oh. Top Gear games. Okay, yeah. Which uh, I hear are good. Uh, fan of the Fan and friend of the show chad he is yeah. a big fan of the one of the super nintendo games in that series and i think we promised him that we will get to it at some point yeah for sure so chad we'll get there one day don't worry <laughs> but uh, even though they closed their u.s branch in 2007 uh, kimco still going strong in japan right on So, Nick, what kind of game is the Bugs Bunny's Crazy Castle? And I do put that the in there because it made it really hard to find in my ROMs list. <laughs> this, good sir, is a kind of side-scrolling-ish. It's an action puzzle game, kind of. It's hard to explain because... I'd call it a puzzle platformer. It's yeah, yeah, I guess it is a platformer. Yeah. Similar to a lot of one-screen platformers like... Um, like Flicky or that sort of kind yeah, of item. Yeah, the... Or, uh, mappy the uh um, yeah yeah what's the mario brothers game that does it's not technically mario the demolition guys wrecking crew wrecking crew yeah you know it's it's you're not playing in a vast field and i feel like if this game came out a couple years before they just would have been single screens but they're multi-screen mm -hmm. areas that you do side scroll platform through but not a lot of platforming because in this game there is no jump that's right it's very strange it's very painful it, it hurts me and my feelings I did take it very personally, <laughs> but yeah, you can't jump. Uh, you can walk left and right upstairs. There's a couple other crazy ways to get around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but really the game is about collecting carrots. Mm -hmm. You're there's eight carrots at every level. You collect all eight carrots. The level's over. And do you always get a free man when you complete a level? You do. Yeah. I mean, you get a free man now to uh, stop you. There are some enemies wandering about. And we'll talk about those more in the level by level section. Sure. Because there's not a whole lot more to talk about in that section. <laughs> and uh, what helps you get around and deal with these enemies are the items in the game. And that's like really the fun part. Sure. You got a couple items out there to help you on your way. And like we mentioned, there are carrots you pick up. Each carrot you pick up does give you 100 points. Mm -hmm. Are the points just like what makes the one up? I, I just believe I, I think you just have a score. Okay. And I, I don't think it's connected to the one up. Okay. There are some other items and... It wasn't until I read what the items were that I really knew what some of the things were supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, specifically, the magic carrot juice. Yeah, because it just looks like a bottle of booze, I thought. I thought it was like an inkwell. An inkwell? I could see that. Or like aftershave. Sh shows where <laughs> our minds are at. <laughs> and this uh, magic carrot juice, as Bugs is often known to drink, <laughs> uh, makes you invincible for five seconds. Yeah. And... Which, you know, allows you to kill enemies when you run through them. 
basically. I should should have saved that one for last because it's really that's the MVP because you can kill multiple enemies with this. Yeah, if you, yeah. Time, if you time your use of it correctly. That's right. Uh, much more common though is the boxing glove. Yeah, a boxing glove that you can shoot out at. Uh, it'll kill one enemy that it hits. And you, it's like in your inventory once you pick it up. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting because if you use it and it doesn't hit an enemy, it will just like hit the wall and you can pick it back up. Yeah, uh, you hit you hit one of your buttons to make it happen. I don't remember which. It's either or, A or B. Yeah, it's not. That lets you know <laughs> what kind of controls <laughs> we're dealing with, folks. <laughs> right. And uh, some levels will have multiples of these as well, especially boxing gloves. Yeah, so you don't have to just like waste one. You know what I mean? If you come, if you already have one and you see another one in your path, you can like shoot yours off and pick it up. You want to use both of them, you know? And the boxing glove is really the second best, I think, of all the items. Yeah. Offensively. Uh, Because you can pick it up, you can go to, you know, you can use it anywhere on the level. Right, right. Uh, Next, we have the 10 ton weight. Yeah, this is one of our pushable objects or kickable objects uh series kind of yeah now with the 10 10 weight though you don't kick it very far it just goes like one space in front of you each time you move it yeah they all that's the big variety between them is that when you bump one you know for example this one only goes one but they all kind of go a little farther you know the lighter they are but they will all kill an enemy in one hit either by being kicked into it or pushed over an edge like down onto them. Now, I'm not sure about the w- ton weight because I didn't get to use it this way very much, but most of the ones you drop only kill one enemy, even it's, if there's two in that spot. Yeah, it seems that way. Which is a little disappointing. I, I figured at least like the heavier ones should be able to kill more yeah. than one person. Yeah, yeah. You might think. Now, uh, along with the 10 ton weight, we have a classic cartoon weapon, the safe. <laughs> yeah, and this goes a little farther, right? This is like one notch down from the... And heaviness from the 10 ton weight where I, I think it'll move two spaces when you kick it right mm, i think you are correct and that makes some of these even better because not only do they hurt enemy when they fall on them but they kill them if you kick it over them as well yeah just like the next one the crate that's right wooden crate classic now the crate's cool because it moves three spaces yeah i'm getting getting crazy now mm-hmm. so you can really kick it out there get an enemy from a distance yeah, but you do got to be careful because if you kick it over the edge, they they you know will all disappear once they fall down. So it's yeah, you know, gotta gotta watch yourself, bugs. Uh, just like this fourth in the kicking crew, the bucket. Yes, the lightest of all that will move four spaces. Oh, actually, I think it's five. Oh, five. Okay, well, yeah, it really flies across the screen, and you're gonna see the bucket the most. Yeah, for sure. And that's a, the five space thing is a little tricky because it's easy to kick that one right off the edge. Yeah, and then it's just never get to use it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And then finally, we have the no carrot sign. Yeah, which is a bad item. Yeah, if you touch it, you die. Kind of, you get warped. Kind of. Yeah, you. Yeah, I I don't know if it actually takes away um, from your life stock, but you go to, you get warped to a one of like four, I think, secret levels, and that are hard. They're much harder. Oh, very. And if you die, you are sent back in your, you know, you, you you are sent back three levels of crazy castle progress. Yeah, which is uh, this is really lame. It is lame. And if you win, uh, you get three extra lives. Not worth it. No, no. Avoid that sign at all costs. No, and I mean, they definitely know that. The, it doesn't pop up very often, but when it does, it's kind of like the level is 
maybe not entirely built around it, but it, it, avoiding it is like a major complication for the typical levels where you find them. Yeah. Did you ever get that item on accident or? No, the first time I saw it, I did. Oh, okay. Because I did not. I was like, uh, let's see what this does. Let me but I was, I was using save states. I saved between every level, so it didn't really. Sure. Well, I mean, you do get a password between every level, so. Yeah, because you do have the lives. And if you die, you start right back over to the very beginning of the level. Everything resets. Yeah. But whenever you complete a level, you get a password. Yeah, a uh, four-character password. Yeah, and when you put a password in, you just start with your basic number of lives. Yeah. But still, pretty cool. So, Nick, this game is based off of a very long-running visual property that there is, I'm sure, thousands and thousands of drawings of. <laughs> did any of them make it into this manual? Yes, a few did. Uh, oh, that's good to hear. I mean, this is a very brief manual, as you might surmise from a very simple game, but it's come, you know, it's 13 pages, which... Actually, sounds bigger than it is. Uh, you know, I we don't often get into it, but, you know, there's a couple pages of, like, how to handle your card and keep it out of the sun and FCC regulations in the front and back. Mm -hmm. So, really, this one is more like a six-page manual, but it's it's black and white, and it does have, it has a picture of Bugs Bunny, a picture of Bugs Bunny and Honey Bunny. Mm, and and we'll get to that in a minute. And a picture of each of the villain characters, or the rascals, okay. as it calls them. And so they do call it out as Honey Bunny in this. They do, yes. Because, you know, there is some weirdness about Honey Bunny. She was invented in, I think, the 50s for a comic book. Yeah. And then I'm not sure if she ever made it into any of the actual animated shorts for theatrical release. Right. But I think she came into some of the TV specials. I yeah, because I was kind of surprised where I was like, was she just made up? For, I don't remember. I, I do kind of remember the design where she has like a blue dress and a blue bow mm -hmm. up in her ears. Right. And then at some point she was just basically turned into Lola Bunny. Yeah, that's where I was. Uh, you know, I was like, this well, is... I mean, that point was 1996 Space Jam. <laughs> Space Jam. Which I had the uh, pleasure of seeing in a sneak peek double feature with Mars Attacks. Oh, wow. Okay. So I saw Space Jam at like, I think that it started at midnight. Oh, wow. Okay. I, yeah, I never <laughs> saw Space Jam that I missed that boat, yeah. but I love Mars Attacks. Yeah. I mean, luckily, uh, I was loopy enough from being tired that it seemed okay to me at the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I had Bill seen... Murray in it. That's all I need. Yeah. Yeah. What about the new one with LeBron? Have you seen that? My time is too valuable. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I've got crazy castles to. Yes. Explore. <laughs> uh, you know what? I watched the, the better version that is the Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so you do get a, a little stock Looney Tunes character arts with, you know, the, the bad guys we got. And did they did they kidnap uh, the bunny? Is that what's going on? That It just says, okay. here's the story. It's like, listen, Doc, it's up to you to guide me, Bugs Bunny, through the castle and rescue Honey Bunny. But I don't think it's going to be easy. Those rascals, Daffy Duck, Sylvester, Wiley Coyote, and Yosemite Sam have captured her and hidden her deep within the castle. Along Seems the way, out of character. <laughs> along the way, we have to collect all the carrots while avoiding those rascals. Huh. And I, I do have a question for you that I just thought of. Okay, Wiley Coyote. I always thought yeah. it was Wile E. Coyote. Yes. 
but they have it spelled Wiley, like, but W I L E Y. That is incorrect. It is Wile space E dot coyote. Okay. Yeah. Which is really weird because that's not even how you spell Wiley. Wiley is W I L Y, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. So this is a double offensive. Oh, my goodness. And I, I have the authority to say that based on my experience as a former employee of the WB store. <laughs> oh, actually, I, and, and a former employee of the WB network. So, oh, double. Yeah, man, you're a double. I've fan. been a double WB employee. Double WB. Man, well, I'm offended by you, Kimco Saika, and your Wiley Coyote shenanigans, but. You know, and, my... and that's even more offensive because they do put a trademark, a TM after each of these <laughs> characters' names in the manual every time. So it's like, geez, come on. Now, my final question is, did they give you a spot to write down these passwords? They did not. Boo. There's nothing, man. There's, I mean, there's four screenshots, so you do have that. Hmm. All right. But very, you know, very basic controls, and that's all you get. So, Nick, what was your personal history with the Bugs Bunny Crazy Castle? I played this game. I may have owned it. I don't. I have some very (laughs) vivid memories of the cover of this manual and this game cartridge and almost never playing it. I, 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 but I don't know where it came from. Like, I I know I didn't rent it, but I maybe inherited it from someone or I don't know. I think this is one of those games that I, I, I feel like one in every four people I knew that had a Nintendo just had this game like it must have gone on sale real early or something yeah or their parents were like oh bugs bunny i like him he's a good guy if it's cheap enough maybe you know i don't know i never owned it but i remember playing it at a couple people's houses and especially it was like the kind of game that people that weren't that into nintendo had yeah like oh you know i got these five licensed games or whatever but i swear like copies of this were floating around my neighborhood for years yeah i i wonder if it's Similar to my uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde experience where somebody was like, just keep it. And I was like, really? Like a free game or, you know, or maybe someone let me borrow it and then just was like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I just know I had it for a long time, but never played it much. Well, Nick, what was your more recent experience with the Bugs Bunny Crazy Castle? Well, sir, uh, I beat this game. I beat all 60 levels. Nice. I did not. Oh, (laughs) I'm real close, but I mainly played this game in bed. Yeah. For like a little bit of time before I would fall asleep or just become frustrated with the level. I I feel you. Yeah. Now, the the fun part was when I first uh, booted this up, I'm playing it for about two minutes and Jamie goes, are you playing Bugs Bunny? I was like, what? (laughs) Can you see that from here? She goes, no, I recognize that music. Oh, no. Because uh, she also owned okay. Bugs Bunny's Crazy Castle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, she also, she claimed she never beat it, but she's like, I had a password for really late in the game. Wow, that's awesome. So, uh, I just think it's funny that that this music, uh, well, we'll talk about later why it would get stuck in your head, but definitely <laughs> uh, she recognized it instantly. I did save state between levels just to make it easier for me, Yeah, but it's not really necessary at all. Yeah, there was one maybe two levels i actually did a mid 
level save state because I was so sick of doing the first half of it over and over. Mm. You know what I mean? Where I was like, look, towards I, the end when they're a little bigger. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, look, I. It all comes down to I don't know. Well, we'll explain it in more detail later. But for the most part, very little cheating. Same. Uh, you know, I I still might beat this game. It's it's a it's a decent game to play before you go to bed. I didn't set out to do that, but. Wow. I just, I was like, I'm going to try to help yourself. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's hard to explain a weird, I don't know. Well, it's a good thing we didn't play the Game Boy version because it has 80 levels. Oh, goodness. Yeah. friends here we are in the general chat portion of our show and i would just like to start by saying that i really did enjoy this game a lot more than i thought i would oh yeah i mean for such a basic premise with very little going on it is a pretty satisfying gameplay loop yeah it's it's a very basic game it's uh shockingly so in some ways where i could not believe this was not a port of a computer game from 1984 or you know what i was like really or like an expanded arcade game yeah or like uh, yeah i i just was baffled this game came out in 1989 where like ah i don't know but and and for the disc system think about that i i like, know we, we need the extra space we need all of that extra disc space to make <laughs> this game i think yeah it's it, it, i for me it was held back by the controls while it's frustrating uh, to not be able to jump but it's a slighty mess yeah. at some points where you're trying to you know duck into a door or a pipe or something and sometimes if you don't get nail it just right you'll keep cruising or most yeah you overshoot things quite quite quickly most vexing for me was having to learn where it's if you you fall off a ledge you know you're not going to die but when you hit the ground you're still walking bro like you're not, where it's like no 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 what's like you'll just keep marching down or off another ledge and sometimes into an enemy which is frustrating but and i also resent the way that you can walk upstairs but when you're going uh-huh. down them you're just bouncing down like you know what i mean where it's like whoa like a careening down it's uh again something you really got to learn you know it is but you can actually use that to your advantage uh, to a bit yeah it works out. It's just, it's a tough thing. It's, but when it is working, it's, it feels like an interesting kind of like a side scrolling Pac-Man almost where you're just going around right. collecting these stuff. But since, you know, you do have four enemies. Well, and well, really it's like two, three enemies. Yeah. It's really, well, you have different shades of Sylvester that behave slightly differently, but they, you know, yeah. they do have their own kind of behavior. I learned, I learned those patterns just by playing. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's kind of cool because it it's got that aspect that I like about Pac-Man where, you know, you learn the ghosts and how they're going to act, you know? Yeah, and the items, you know, give it a lot more playability. Like, the fact that you do have some different offensive capabilities, to me, that's what made it more fun was like, okay, can I clear all the enemies out first and then tackle the stage? Yeah, yeah. My, my favorite ones were there are certain levels that are just full of doors, or well, stairways really. They're like door right. stairs where you you know, and chasing in and out and avoiding enemies and those like had a kind of like it reminded me of scenes from plenty of the old cartoons with the hallway of doors in and out chasing, you know, mm-hmm. or Scooby Doo ish, you know, and that, that was fun. And the the sprites themselves are pretty good. Your Bugs Bunny sprite, not bad. But I really do like the uh sprites of Daffy and Yosemite Sam and Wiley e. Coyote. They look uh, very faithful to the cartoons, uh, especially I, in that, especially in that low resolution. Yeah, I, 
it, it's kind of angering to me that I'm like, really? Like you couldn't have, instead of three colors of Sylvester, you couldn't have thrown in a Taz or, or anyone else, you know, like. Exactly. But, you know. Elmer Fudd? Come yeah, on. Yeah, but for a game one that. Of his, <laughs> one of his real enemies? Yeah, but, you know, for a game that only has five sprites, they all do look good. So you got to get And they that. better because that's yeah. what you, you hit the nail on the head there. There is only 12 sprites in this game. Yeah, the mo- and I mean, you got it, like four backgrounds, you know. And that's the other thing. These backgrounds. Oh, my God. We could have at least gone with like a, a, some palette changes or something. Yeah. Anything like it, there's one level in particular that, that I found the backgrounds vexing where you have the stairs are gray mm-hmm. on, on a wooden background. So it's like two shades of, you know, light and dark brown. But like the parts where the dark brown meet up with the stairs are themselves gray like this you know what i mean it like looks like it it bleeds out where i was like come on guys like this is this is 1989 okay (laughs) yeah i i'm the backgrounds are just not good i mean if if it was like oh those three backgrounds you see are the first three levels or the first 15 you know five five and five no problem but recycling them for 60 levels is just rough well and let's Let's not say they're horrible backgrounds, you know, some minor types aside, but it is just they're very forgettable, kind of like the music, you know, where I'm like, like, (laughs) let's get into this music situation. So you got what, three, four songs? Uh I feel like they all sound very similar. Yeah. And they're not they're not like bad. They don't like offend my ears, but it is very just like again and again. (laughs) Yeah. Luckily, the loop is long enough to where it's not going to like drive you insane. But you're never going to be like, mm, yeah, I'm digging this. Right, right. And the items themselves, they all look pretty good besides that ink bottle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like that they look like their cartoon counterpoints. It's just I wish that, you know, the boxes all had maybe something different besides the fact they move one space further than the other. Yeah, it's a I don't know. It's an interesting kind of gameplay because. You know, it is kind of puzzly where you kind of have to figure out what order to get these carrots in or kind of, you know, or what enemies you have or will try to defeat with the items. Because you don't have to kill any enemies to beat the level. You just have to get the carrots. Yeah. And and oftentimes you won't have the ability to kill them all anyways, even if you want to. Yeah. It's, It's interesting to see it where it's kind of like a puzzle, but these enemies are also moving around in semi random ways to where... Even if you know what to do, it just might not happen. You know, you might just have to try again and hope the enemies are or aren't where they were. Yeah, or try to lure them out, which only works for certain ones and not for others. So it's yeah, they're yeah, they have interesting behaviors. But what drives me nuts is that there are like this screen specifically when you're going up and down, I feel like is worse or maybe it just feels worse where you are right up on the edge before that thing starts scrolling. So, oh, yeah. There's frequently blind jumps or, or well, not jumps, but blind falls or when you're going through pipes at points where it's just like, well, I can't see the end of this. So I hope there's no enemy there, you know, and sometimes there is. And you're just like, ugh, it's it, and while that is frustrating, um, you know, these are small levels. You're not getting thrown back a ton or anything, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, breaking news. If we had seen the new Space Jam, a new legacy, we would have seen that. For a few moments, the young LeBron James is playing the Game Boy version of this game. What? In the film. Holy cow. And that's been it for this edition of Breaking News. (laughs) All right, this is it. The level by level portion of our show. And this game has 60 levels. 
and we're going to go into excruciating detail about how many pipes, how many doors. <laughs> no, we're not. Uh, like we said, these levels are extremely repetitive. Yeah, and they're not typically that large either. You know, you might get a total real estate of two screens worth of, you know what I mean, maybe three. So let's talk about uh, first the enemies you're going to find in these levels and then your three basic level types. Yeah, sounds good. And we mentioned them before, but the enemies in this game are your classic Looney Tunes, not always villains, but sometimes, you know, antagonists for bugs. Sure, sure. Uh, mainly, you're going to be dealing with a series of multicolored Sylvesters. Yeah, these are the most varied. You've got your classic. Do you have a black one? I know there's a green. Uh, yeah, there's <laughs> okay, uh, okay. pink, black, and green. Okay, okay, yeah. And the black one, it, which also kind of looks gray, that's what I had thought of it as. Yeah. But I, I see where, yeah, it's one of the dumber ones where it will it will go up mm -hmm. stairs or doors or pipes, but never down, which is interesting. But it will fall off ledges, so it, it's kind of weird. You can sometimes manipulate them into trapping themselves in places if necessary. Yeah, and then we have the pink Sylvester. Which is a very weird one, right? Like, it moves when you move sometimes. Did you see this? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, he can go inside doors and up pipes and stairs, which I guess we should talk about those things first. So, yeah, let's talk about those real quick. There are, in this game, like you mentioned earlier, doors, and the doors are stair passages up and down a level. Yeah, and you can always tell the bottom part of them, you can see the stairs kind of fading into darkness, the darkness, but the top one is just all dark. So, And you have to press up to go up the stairs and down to go down them. Yeah. Uh, there are actual stairs, just two-dimensional stairs in the game. Uh, those work the way you'd think, except for... It is a little finicky to the difference between going up the stairs or past the stairs in movement. Yeah, it's kind of like Castlevania, but except, you know, it is different going down, but it's uh, it is a little tricky, but and only some enemies will even use them. So mm -hmm. and then there are the pipes and the pipes are a standard video game pipe where you press up below it or down on top of it and you warp through it, but not instantly. You actually see a bulge that represents you moving through yeah. the pipe. And uh, enemies, some enemies can also use them. Yes, and and what's interesting about the um, stairway doors and the pipe is that while you're in there, you are invincible, and you can actually pass through other enemies that are using the pipe or stairs in the opposite direction. Indeed, in fact, you must do that uh, yes. in many later levels. Very important strategy. Yes. So the pink Sylvester, like we said, he can use all of them. Yeah. And uh, but he's like really dumb. Oh sure. So he only moves like when you're. I think maybe in line with him. It's a weird, I, I've gotten to weird points with him where like he would just stand still until I was moving. And then he, when I would yeah. stop, he would stop it, but I wasn't always on the same level, you know, like I would get to the edge and to the next to a wall and just keep walking to make him keep walking the opposite direction where I was like, is he like mimicking me, but reversed or I, it was very strange. Interesting. And then there is the green Sylvester, maybe the most annoying, uh, a very, it moves around a lot and uses all the, you know, pipes, doors and things. And if you're above him, he will like always chase you. Or if you're below him, like he'll always go towards your level. Yeah. And I don't know. Can. I don't know about amongst the Sylvester's. He feels like he is the fastest, but I can say that Sylvester is definitely the fastest moving of the four enemy types. Right. Mm -hmm. And you are faster than all of them. Yes. Yes. Which is nice. Uh, none of these like, oh, you're the same speed situation. Yeah. Come on. No, thank you. Uh, then we have my favorite, 
of the Looney Tunes pantheon, Daffy okay. Duck. Daffy Duck is a wily fellow. Um, and I, I'll go on the record and say I, I equally like both Daffy Ducks, the early insane Daffy Duck and then the yeah. later a-hole Daffy Duck. Yeah, they're, no, they're both, uh, they're both great stuff. Let's, let's not kid ourselves here. But as far as this game goes, right, he, Daffy, as well as Yosemite and Wiley Coyote are all kind of the same. Is there anything that really distinguishes them behavior-wise? Um, Daffy Duck, I think, is slightly different. Well, I know he, Daffy won't use any stairs, right? Yeah, doors or pipes. He always stays, but because uh, he's always one guarding like a, a carrot that I have to kill. Like you always almost have to get rid of him. Yeah, yeah. Or time it just right. Right, right. He does seem a little more tricky because the other two kind of just keep walking no matter what. They and they don't right. use yeah. But. Now let's talk about the other two. We have Wiley Coyote uh, up there on my list of favorites. Sure, sure. He and Yosemite Sam, who is pretty nice. I think he looks best on mud flaps and <laughs> you know poorly done sure. tattoos. But sure, you know. sure. Uh, the two of them, like you said, I think are identical. They just kind of start walking forward, and I, I believe they will turn around if you go to the other side of them, but they're very simple moving, just walking back and forth kind of towards you, and they can't use any pipes or anything. So they, they have, more than anyone, are easy to trap in like a lower corner or something just to get them out of your business, you know? Yeah, but they will always come for you if you're on the same level as them. Ugh, and that's it. Yeah, those are your enemies, <laughs> so... All of them. Yeah, you will see more than one type of Sylvester on the same level, but I don't think there's ever more than one of the others. No. Uh, and so you're, the way the typical level works is uh, it starts out, you're just there in the level. The enemies start walking around. You must find those eight carrots. And when you have found the eighth carrot, you get a screen that says, that's all, folks? Is that what it says? <laughs> yeah, it's a, a bright stars and stripes bedecked star in the background <laughs> like it looks very fourth of july-ish uh, and it says that's all folks you get your password and the number of lives you have remaining it tells you to push start and that way you can oh it, when you push start it tells you the next stage the high score and the number of lives remaining right and then you start the next level and the very first level is the classic blue brick backgrounds mm-hmm red brick level parts that you walk on with brown stairs yeah and you'll see this a thousand times you see yeah yeah uh the next type of level you'll come across is the what i call the pipe level yeah where it's kind of like steel like metal beams it's a purple and, purple yeah. background with rivets in it steel beams as the platforms you move across and of course the pipes and the pipes are usually kind of a maze. Like, you know, you got to take this pipe. It curves up and goes around. It takes you to the third uh, platform, but you need to use another one to drop down to the second platform. Pipe levels usually have no stairs or very few. They get uh, more convoluted because, yeah, and these pipes zigzag around and stuff all the time. Like, especially when you get to those no carrot sign rabbit or, or secret levels. Correct. Those are usually like huge, like knots of pipes where you're just like, oh, my gosh, I don't know where to go or what to do and that's just a lot, a lot of trial and error yeah and praying that there's not a wily coyote waiting for you on the other side and then we have our third uh, type of level we call this like the attic or <laughs> with like yeah, the it, wood <laughs> it reminds me of the attic levels of goonies too yeah yeah it looks very similar uh you have brown wood background there's like wooden vertical planks make up the paneling of wherever yeah. you're at the platforms are now concrete, it looks like, or stone. Yeah. 
with uh, gray stairs. Yeah, and this is where you can see where the lines between the background boards, like they get gray when they come in next to the, the, stairs, the stairs. You know, It's like, come on, guys. Because honestly, you know, the textures on the, the rocks and stuff look pretty good. Yeah, everything looks good. It's just, I just wanted like four times as much of it. Because that's yeah. it. That is it for levels. Now they're going to vary in complexity and the number of stairs or doorways you need to get through and the number of enemies there are around in front of the eight carrots, but they're never going to look any different. In fact, some of them are so similar that I would get confused. And I was like, did I play this one before? Did I actually screw up and hit load save instead of save state? Yeah, I, th I think for the most part, yeah, th there are a few where it may not be readily apparent at first, but it's like once you realize you're like, oh, no, this one's actually less puzzle and more of a like precise control level. And those were the ones that gave me the most trouble. Would you say like the vertical ones are more like that? Well, especially with the pipes, because a lot of times you're just like, all right, let's take this pipe and see where it goes. I have no idea. <laughs> like, And for the first half of the game, I'd say most of the levels are horizontal. You're moving left and right, and you may move up a tiny bit. There might be one screen higher. But towards the later half of the game, you're dealing with mostly vertical levels. Yeah, which especially like when you start at the top, that's well, that's rough, too, because you got to fall down um, typically. But and one in level in particular, I remember I cheated is level 26 because it's a level where you have like you kind of start on the left and there's these two huge stairways going up in. It's really not that hard to get the carrots and stuff. And while there is a Sylvester, there's this one Daffy. And he's over at the end of this hallway with the stairs, the only way to get up the stair doorway. It's the only way to get up to the last carrots, but there's no way to kill him. And it's like you have to like chase him right behind him until he just, oh. just edges past the door. You know what I mean? And you have yeah, to sneak yeah, in I, there. I know exactly which one you're talking about now. And any of those ones, there's a couple places where that's that's why Daffy's the worst. Yeah. Because yeah. if you can't kill him, your only chance is like to run in the tiny like four squares you have of space when he passes that carrot yeah it's just like uh, those are the situations that really bring out the frustration with the controls where it's just like because you can't stop on the dime that you want to to just slink by you know mm -hmm. and like you said if you had tighter controls that wouldn't be an issue uh eventually towards the end the rooms get like almost multi-chambered where there's you have to use the doors or the pipes to get you know from one area of a map to another mm -hmm. but it never gets like i was never like whoa they really did something different with this this layout. Yeah, there were my favorite ones were in the kind of more where it was. Just, I, I really liked the levels with a lot of doors where there will be sometimes. I feel like I remember more than one level where it's like there'll be four or five like chambers across the bottom and the top that are all connected via doorway stairs down to like a central chamber, and it's just lots of like moving up and down and avoiding enemies. Like I said, that goofy kind of well, and those are quick. Way. Yes. Walking yeah. through a door is nice and quick. It's faster than the stairs. and It makes it feel like you're really doing something. Yeah. Now, uh, when you beat the 60th level, you are treated with an epic cut. Nope. <laughs> it cuts right to one picture of, well, Honey Bunny and Bugs Bunny embracing each other. Yeah. In a heart cut out of bricks. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm pretty sure was meant for Roger Rabbit to be busting out of, like, excitement. Right. And it just says the end at a very fancy font. Yes, a very fancy font. I, I did see screenshots from the Roger Rabbit version where it does have him and Jessica Rabbit there, but you do get a short cinematic 
of Jessica Rabbit being like lowered from a rope and Roger's like standing there to get, you know, when he rescues her. But uh, none of that here. Bummer. In fact, do you even get credits here? It just starts you right back over, right? That is it. <laughs> Hard cut. Right, this is it, the final portion of our show, the review portion. And of course, we use the classic Nintendo Power Review System that has four categories, each category a possible score from zero to five, starting with graphics and sound. Nick, I gave this game a 2.0. Me too. It's not that any of those things were bad, it's just that there was barely any of them. Yeah, it's just, it's like you have good butter, but not enough to make it all the way over a slice of toast, you know? Yeah, you can give me... <laughs> the most delicious sandwich in the world. But if I only get one bite of it, I'm just not going to be satisfied. <laughs> Next up is Play Control, which I gave a slightly better 2.5. I went with a 2.0. I, I thought... And no jump is really rough. Well, when all you can do is move, I expect you to be able to stop it. You know, like, come <laughs> on, guys. And I, I, I found the going downstairs frustrating and the inability to stop yourself from moving when you fall down a level. Like, you just keep running where it's like, what? It's like, come on. I, I don't think it really adds anything, and I don't think it would, like, break the game challenge if you could just control. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, up next is the challenge factor. Well, I might sound like a broken record, but I went with a 2.0 here. You know, I went 2.5, but I could see 2.0. Uh, that password goes a long way to making this game pretty beautiful. Yeah. I, I could see as a little kid how you could get frustrated and not want to finish some of these levels. As an adult, I mean, you could probably power through all of them. Most of my frustration came through, or difficulty-wise, was just my frustration with the controls, where I was like, come on, like, I'm not asking for much here, you know? And finally, we have theme and fun. Well, sir, I gave it another 2.0. Oh, wow. I went a little higher. I gave it a 2.5. You know, I, like I said, if you're playing this for 20 minutes before you go to bed, it's, it's a nice little puzzle game. It is, yes, it's definitely if you were, good. If you're going to try to sit there and, and, and marathon it, definitely going to be grading. Yeah, yeah. It's And, you know, the password allows for that, for you to kind of, you know, bite-sized playing sessions. But it's like theme-wise, it's so ridiculous. Not that I was expecting a great story. But again, man, I just, uh, I don't know. It didn't really grab me. I wasn't like, wow, that was an awesome level ever. You know what I mean? It's just mm. kind of like, yeah, you know, it's it's all right, I guess. Truly, it was all right. So, Nick, I really don't know what you're going to say here, but I'm going to ask anyways, should you play this game? I don't think so. I don't think it's bad, and I, I don't think that it didn't make me hate it, but like it started to intrigue me, but I got very frustrated with the controls, so I wonder if there's a better entry in the Crazy Castle franchise further or, down the line. Or maybe the Game Boy game is the version to play. I, you know, I, I did see that in some comments in a one place. We're like, the Game Boy is even better. And I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe, you know, I just personally was, it was really the controls that were the straw that broke my camel back. You know, maybe one day we'll have to do a Game Boy version podcast where we do a bunch of games that aren't big enough to, or different enough to, like, you know, go through on their own. But yeah, we'll, we'll compare the Game Boy version to their NES counterpart. I, I think, you know, we've done a couple, you know, like Kid Icarus and Bionic Commando both. But see, those kinda... changed things up enough. Those were like this. The Game Boy one, I think, is the exact same game and gameplay right. items and everything. Yeah, yeah. 
So uh, I think, you know, maybe if you like really if you really like puzzle games, if you're looking for a puzzle platformer, like, uh, I don't know, you really like uh, what's that car one? Uh, City Connection? Yeah, City Connection. Okay. Maybe you love City Connection or you uh, are a huge fan of Wario Woods. This is kind of in that same vein of like, well, it's a puzzle-ish game, but you're actively taking part in yeah. the world. I yeah, I. I don't want really to come down on it too hard, but it's just like I, I, the controls really got me, man. Yeah, so I give it a hard maybe. <laughs> Next week's game will be Zelda for the NES. But wait, mm-hmm. we've already done Zelda. Are we redoing Zelda? Well, I wish probably because that was a long time ago. But well. instead... <laughs> In honor of the OG Zelda queen, Nick's mom, we are going to tackle the second quest. Yeah. Uh, I have never beaten the second quest. Same here. Before. And uh, we now your mom, she did. Yes. So I was very impressed as a youth. My Both my parents got into Zelda, but my mom especially. And as a we'll stay-at-home mom. We'll talk about mom, that more. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, we'll talk ahead. about that more next week. But, uh, you know, if you've never gone through it, this is the time. Find a copy of that game any way you can. It's only been released for every system Nintendo's ever made, practically. That's right. I even have a handheld version of it. I just keep in my bag at all times. You just plug in the the name Zelda and you're good to go. We'll start you on that second quest. And, you know, like the two of us, maybe you've never uh, you know gone through it before, never finished it. This is a perfect time to do so. So hopefully you'll join us next time when we go through the second quest of Zelda. That's right. And are you... An angry Woody Woodpecker fan that we so dismissively wrote him off as a all-star cartoon character? Let us know at cartridgecommand.com because, I'm sorry, cartridgecommand.gmail.com because, you know, uh, I mean, I want to call him Peckerheads, but I don't know. What would you call a fan of Woody Woodpecker? <laughs> a Woodfellow? That sounds a little more uh, Wood- appropriate. Well, uh, or perhaps, like me, you always felt really bad for that walrus that had to eat the sole of his shoe. Because Chili Willie the Penguin was just such a jerk to him. That's right. Fun fact, um, Abby did not believe me that Chili Willie the Penguin was a real character. (laughs) Because she grew up in the wastelands of Europe. But uh... Poor child. (laughs) She never knew the the sadness of a hobo uh, (laughs) walrus slowly eating part of his shoe. Uh... Uh, If if you were like me and you thought that was just a little too far, you could let us know at Cartridge Command at the Facebooks or Cart Command on the Twitterverse, where we do hear what you say. We'd love to get back to you. If you do contact us, we'll let you know. And we're always looking for new ideas, blah, blah, blah. You know how it goes. Social media stuff. (laughs) We're bad at it. We know it. We're sorry. Yeah, yeah. And we we love you guys for putting up with it. (laughs) We do. We do. You know who else we love? Those awesome people over at patreon.com slash cartridge command because they are the ones that make the show possible. Yes, they are. Uh, you know, without your support, we would not have the money to host the show, pay for equipment, all that stuff. We're just two guys that do this in our spare time. And because of you all that give us money, not only do we have the means to do it, but we have the motivation to keep moving all the time, moving forward. And if you don't give, consider doing so. Even a dollar helps. And don't want to tease it too much, but I think in the near future, we're going to have something special for Ooh. all of our Patreon friends. Oh, mama. Oh, mama. So thank you so much, every one of you. Yeah. And as always, Cartridge Commandos. Game on. Oh, 
I'm, I'm so surprised. frustrated. <laughs> I'm surprised that uh, the Ohio State, because they trademarked the, right? Yeah, they so did. Yeah. They won that. Coming after Bugs Bunny. Uh, I was like, I know I've got this on here. It's like, okay, maybe it's under, not Bugs Bunny, maybe it's under Crazy Castle. Oh, right, right. And I was like, I guess it's not on here. And I went to go put it on there. And it's like, do you want it to replace this file? I was like, what? Oh, <laughs> the, the Bugs Bunny Crazy Castle? That doesn't make any sense. 